This is the Casting Lots podcast, and you're listening to Casting Lots. We will not comply with the institution's sick illusion. No, it won't be televised. Welcome to the revolution. Televised government been telling lies. If you're not with us, you better step aside. Witnessing the genocide, everything is centralized. The food that we consume, they spraying it all with pesticides. Easily identify the sheep and the snake, the real and the fake. Giving us a reason to pray. I'ma make my own choices. A voice for the voiceless. They trying to destroy us, avoiding the poison. It's all pointless if you don't have a purpose. If you read the verses, you'll know who we versing. Government can tell you what your worth is. Look deeper than the surface. They don't even want you researching or asking questions. We all being tested. Shut your mouth, they comply, that's the message Want you depressed on prescriptions that mess with your head Got you stressing, suppressing expression We will not comply With the institution's sick illusion No, it won't be televised Welcome to the revolution Anyways Before we get started, I'm going to just go ahead and open this in a quick word of prayer and ask the Lord to help fix whatever issues we got going on here. Because, you know, Satan, he's always trying to attack. So anyways, uh, if you would, please just bow your heads. Heavenly Father, uh, we come to you humbly tonight, Lord, just to to ask that you be with us um, during our show, Lord. And whatever technical issues we may be having, Lord, I pray that you just fix them. Because this is your show, Lord, and we're just your messengers here, Lord, delivering the messages that that need to be heard, um, whether it's those listening live tonight or those who will listen later on, Lord. I just pray that maybe we can spark some kind of light into them, Lord, that maybe we can open their eyes or their ears and they can hear the messages that you need to be sent, Lord. Um, I just pray for those all who are listening tonight and who will listen later on, Lord, just be with them and continue guiding them as well. Um, And just Help those who are lost right now, Lord. Let them find their way to you. And if we can be of any help, Lord, to help bring them to you, Lord, we pray that you just give us the the knowledge and the guidance to help bring them to you, Lord. Uh, we know that we are in a spiritual battle now, Lord, and we put on that armor every day. So we pray that you just continue putting that hedge of protection around us, Lord, to to keep us safe from, from all the evil that wish to do harm to us, Lord. Um, and for those who are seeking you, Lord, I pray that um, they change their hearts and that they do find you, Lord. Um, and we thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us and all of our sins. Um, we know that someday we will be reunited with you, Lord. And until then, we've got a job to do. So I pray that we do it and we do it well. Um, and for those that are hurting or that are sick now, Lord, just be with them. Um, and heal them. We know that your son, Jesus, he is the great physician, and through him, all things truly are possible, Lord. So we ask in your son, Jesus Christ's name, that you help heal and guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So anyways, Matt and I, we were going to do a Tartarian uh, 2.0 tonight, but we were out 
all night, um, all day, really, with the kids. We took them swimming. And today started out really crazy. What was it at first? Rain? It's rain. rain. And it went from rain to uh, to nothing. I think birds were chirping. Yeah, there like the sun was out, and then the birds were out chirping. It was like, like a Snow White type issue. Yeah, literally. Thing. Cinderella, like the birds, yeah, yeah. you hear them in the beginning. I can't know. Like yeah, thing. like yeah. they were just singing. Yeah, and then... Uh, Two minutes later. Then it was snowing sideways. <laughs> and then yeah. it stopped and then it was sunny again mm -hmm. and then i went to go get his coffees and i was talking to my indian friend and asked him about the snow and yeah because didn't you say he told you that no more snow my friend <laughs> yeah. and then what happened it was snowing and i was asking him about it and then right then it started sleeting yeah so we literally we went from rain to sunny and then snow and sleet and, and it was just crazy and it was off and on all day you know like those little foam beads that they have like for packaging like that's what was coming out of our sky it looked like just these little white balls of i don't know if it was hail or sleet or you know whatever but um i was just like this is crazy like what is going on with this weather and so two weeks ago we had this amazing beautiful weather it was 80 something degrees every day the sun was out i literally have sunburn my skin is peeling because i i'll get one good burn for the year and then i just tan that's I the european all the time you're standing in front of the oven making sourdough really nah. that was a dad joke and it was not funny <laughs> I've got like the farmer's tan too from my flip-flops just from all the sun that we got i mean i literally got burned and now like we've had snow what last saturday we got snow today oh, yeah. so yeah so we just spent the day at the pool the indoor pool obviously with the kids and um so yeah i think we're going to do the tartarians when we have a little more time to research it and and do some more because i know a couple of people had asked about that and i don't feel confident enough to really talk a whole lot about that yet there's so much though about that and you know it's like we know that these people hide everything from us and they keep the truth from us and we question a lot so you know whether the tartarians were real whether tarsha was real or oh, there's like three like they, they narrowed it down to like three different fields it was the first field was that they existed between the 17th and 19th century and you know they were there and it always was what it was the second one is that they uh um, there, you know, there was mudslides and yeah, that, that kind that's of part of the, it's in that book. It talks and then about the, the third one is just the the one that's batting for the fences. That's that includes uh, you know spaceships and yeah, and, see, and, and then giants. And, well, I do believe in giants. I mean, they're in the Bible. It talks about the Nephilim, you know. And there have been so many pictures from history, and I think National Geographic has the rights to them, and they keep them hidden because they don't want <coughs> people to know that giants truly roam the earth and you can see throughout all of history through the native american history something that i actually learned in bible study was um so the nephilim they had six fingers and six toes and steve if you're listening thank you for all your wonderful teachings um so the nephilim they had six fingers and six toes and so the native americans when they would raise their hand to one another and they'd say how they were trying to figure out if you were human or nephilim because they would see whether or not you had that sixth appendage you know <laughs> i mean do you got a sixth finger and um so that is why they did that and yeah. so um even giants as well yeah i i really I do joe biden is a giant 
Oh, <laughs> stop. He's a giant idiot, maybe. Um, no, but really, though, there are giants all throughout, you know, different cultures, history. They really did roam the earth. And That's one of those things that pops up here and there, you know, here, there, and everywhere. Wade said they found one there in the 70s. Wow. Well, look at Fetterman. I think he's part Nephilim. Look at, he just looks like something is if not ever right. If you would ever have <laughs> sold me on like the theory of caveman, I would have bought it and like took line and sinker with him. I feel so bad I though. I do not. Because... He looks like he's, he uses his forehead to, to cook uh, grilled cheese. I mean, it's oh there. Oh my goodness. They had, so there was a video that they had posted the other day of him like, oh, I don't have a body double. You know, he was just being a smart. And, but he was able to formulate complete sentences. So that had to be yeah, AI. Yeah, but look at when they did that interview and he's like, uh, uh, uh. uh he was like uh, foghorn leghorn. Oh but my it, goodness. It, I say this, huh? Right. He is just so special. Like, and I feel bad, you know, I'm not one to laugh or make fun of anybody, but I mean, who would have voted for this person? Well, the same people probably that voted for Biden. So that doesn't have say you seen a whole the people, lot. The good people of Pennsylvania. You know, I just, I saw something that came out today and it talked about Biden and how people think he's doing, you know, statistically, would you vote for him, this and that. And everybody was like, even the Democrats, there was a majority of them said, no, they don't think he's doing a good job and no, they would not vote for him again. And so, you know, pretty soon he'll be coming out saying if he's going to run again or not. And I'm sure he will. But truly, who's going to run? Who would vote for him? Would you vote for Biden? What's up? Would you vote for Biden? Fuck no. Really? Here we go. We're what? Five minutes in and you dropped an F-bomb. All right. I, you know, I'm marking tallies tonight because I have had enough. You can't be asking oh me no, no questions like that. <laughs> Your face, though. Priceless, priceless. You know, that, that's that righteous anger, though. You let that out, man. Oh, my goodness. But There's nothing. He's just like, all right, well, what's this? Fetterman's from uh, Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Is that right? I think. Is that right? I don't, I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know enough about him. I just oh, know he looks like the Jolly Green questions. Giant. Okay, uh, anyways, go on. I gotta, I gotta verify. Oh, here he goes. He's fact checking. Are you Facebook? <laughs> I to figure out where he's, where he's. I think he's Pennsylvania. Does anybody know? Yes, 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 yes. All right, so think about that. The pres president's home state is what? The commander I don't even right know. now. Who wait, which president? The the resident or the president? <laughs> the resident. Okay. The one that's uh the one that's occupying the house right now. I don't even think he lives there to be honest. Well, he's, he's originally from Pennsylvania. Okay. So he's not gonna lose the home state. I don't think many people So you mean we got two dummies from Pennsylvania? Both of them, hand and foot. <laughs> oh Lord. It's Lord. like it's like it's like the evolution right there. You know, they both can't formulate sentences. No, no, they can't. Are they brothers <laughs> from another mother? Delaware. Thank you, Dale. Yeah, he's not from Pennsylvania. He's from Delaware. He's from, he's from Pennsylvania. He sold himself on uh, on Delaware, but he is from Pennsylvania. Did you just Google that? Yeah, it's Googled. So that well, that's like Obama. You know, he was from Illinois, but he's not really. Where is he from? His brother's always talking about not Africa. No, you know, he's from the hard streets of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, Biden was born in Pennsylvania. Think Braveheart wedding scene where an English came 
the rights to the Virgin Bride. Kenya. Kenya. You know. You ever did you ever see Obama's brother, his half brother? Yeah, he's always posting on on uh, Twitter, and he's always like he's married so, to Mike. And he, <laughs> somebody he goes, took oh. you know like you've seen like the AI videos that you just create, right? About what? Oh, like they just create random videos using artificial yeah. intelligence, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So somebody made one from uh, remember the dude off of uh, Friday, uh, the Good Friday. I can't get jiggy with this. Yes. <laughs> they did one where he was. <laughs> Obama came on. He was punk bitch. Oh <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. See, Dale. You know, there was a thing when I saw that. I was like, "Is he really from Kenya?" I don't really think he's from the United States. He's I got do. pictures with him and Kenya, full Kenya garb. Yeah. His brother, half brother, or and half. did you? And there was also a picture of Big Mike sitting next to him as a dude, too. And I don't know Big where, Mike. but you know, it's like you never really know. Like everything is can be AI generated, you know, and I feel like the technology that we have oh, today, like they've already had fifty years ago, but they just haven't given we'll it to us. We'll look at like we'll look at the like the birth of of modern day technology was in the nineteen twenties with the, the with the the instance with the creation of quantum physics. Oh, if quantum gosh. physics would never have come about, you would not have what you had today. Now, where quantum physics came from, you know, it's early nineteen twenties. Ish. Well, a lot of events, you know, unfolded and led up to that. Okay. But no, that's 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 pretty much what I was getting at. Okay. Well, I don't know anything about quantum physics. There was that one video, and it's I'm like talking about the particle and how it bends around the yes. light. Yes. <laughs> I watched that cartoon, and my brain was just like, like, my brain doesn't function on that that axle. I can't, like, I cannot wrap my brain around any of that. Just like when you get into the flat earth and we we're talking about the light hitting different parts of the planet, you know, and seeing the same stars and whatnot. I don't know. But honestly, though, like, does any of it matter? No, it's like, all right, no. these are uh, arguments that change. We had this discussion the other day, like how we view our, our level of intelligence is is narcissistic, right? We say now, like, oh, these people back in the, the 13th and the 14th and 15th century, they were stupid because they thought... Like, we know, think they're Neanderthals, yeah, but like, they really weren't. And we, we break things down a stage, and it's like, oh, we're in this stage right now, and this is the best stage because we know the most. And we divulge a lot of our, our information, like, the way it's, it's formulated and fed to us. But, like, even to the certain extent, like, the way that history is being taught nowadays, it's not, it's not, you know, not fully accurate. No, you know, it's there's nothing, uh, you know, you've lived through some adventure like, oh, it didn't happen like that. So it's, it's right. Well, look at January 6th. That's a perfect example. You know, that's going to go down to the history books as like the biggest insurrection and all of these, you know, conservatives stormed the Capitol and they killed hundreds of people. And like, they're just going to keep adding to it. Like we are literally <laughs> witnessing them changing history. Well, now. I think they changed all the base names, right? happen the what all the base names is camp freedom now yeah or? oh yes and they've done that throughout the bible like they talk about gog gog is russia you know and they constantly change names to confuse and think about like you know all of the um like the movie stars right the actresses or people that are famous why don't they change their names when they get married you know like um what's his name anderson cooper he's part of the what is it, Vanderbergs or whatever? Yeah. You know, like, why doesn't he have that name? 
you know, it's like, because they don't want you to connect the dots. Right. Because they don't want you to connect the dots. They don't want you to see that. It's kind of like, you know, like how you have like a pseudo name whenever you write a book. But that, that, that premise was always sold off as uh, uh, to. It's always meant to confuse is what I'm saying. They don't ever want to give you the facts. They just keep changing things so that people can't connect the dots. You know, like you and I, we can sit down and we can trace things back centuries and we can make it all make sense. But the everyday person is not going to take the time to do that. You know, well, it's them. Do it's the ingestion of information, and like you just can't go to one source. You have to look at. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of of going outside and getting people's perspective. Like I like to get, uh, like you know, African books or like not get them, but like get, like obtain them online and then have them translated through you know different applications. And then you can see what their their view viewpoint is for you know. Right, we're just events. told what they believe. You know, like when you our next door neighbors, they're African and they're the nicest people, and they're just you know they've got a different culture and whatnot. But I think if we were to sit down with him, you know, and actually ask him what life was like there, you know, not what we're being told. I'll talk to him about it. it like he grew it, up in a city over there. So, you know, but what I'm saying, though, is it's so different than what we're being fed. You know, they can tell us anything. It's like in the book 1984. It's like your government constantly tells you what they want you to know. And how many people are truly going to travel to Africa and and find out for themselves? You know, and it's like here, it's like you couldn't imagine going to like any city or town around here and there not being a road going through it. Right. Right. And or like, you know, something whether it's paved or, you know, a dirt road and. It's like, just think about like how many, I'm never, I know going over there, like overseas, a lot of times, like we would just be going down a road and then off in the, the very far distance, it'd be like a, like a compound of houses, but there's like no well traveled road to it. It's just like a weird thing, you know, to just have a house out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that's how it was when I went to Mexico. Yeah. And like a lot of places in Mexico. You like know, here, like there's like, dirt you know, yeah. roads and there was literally an ostrich farm on the corner. There was this little place in their little like neighborhood and they made fresh tortillas every morning, breakfast, lunch and dinner. And, you know, like it wasn't like what we're taught, like, oh, they're so poor and, you know, they live in a little hut. Well, I mean, like, they the, had the poverty's there, but it's our impression of like it, it, our focal, our lens of how we view people. Right. It's off of it, like what an American person is, what a person is supposed to be. Of stature, right? Nowadays. We compare ourselves. We compare everybody else to us, uh, which is that's an ugly. But because that's what we're taught from the beginning, since you know we are allowed to talk and think, you know, not that we're allowed to think for ourselves, but um, that's that's just it. They, the powers that be, they shape the perception of the world. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like things are not what we see them as what were we talking about the maps and how, you know, the Kings and Queens would send people out to, to verify stuff. Right. And then what would happen? And then they would come back and then they'd be like, Oh, we found like the, the Amazons, like with the English, they came back and they, 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 they destroyed that. Uh, I forgot the, uh, the uh, adventurer, but he went through the Amazonian places and he described these massive Aztec and, uh, uh, civilizations along the water and he's like you know there was thousands of people in some locations and it looked like almost millions he's like there was just seas of people and he's like they were just they would stare at him and look at him and he went all the way through and then made his voyage back and 
they were like, he's like, Hey, there's, you know, all these massive civilizations. And eventually, you know, somebody gets interest in it and they're like all these far off lands. They show up there, you know, 50 years later and there's nothing there because the jungle has ate the cities because the Spaniards come in with a smallpox and, you know, the right. stuff that they're, they're not used to and their, their body's not accumulated for that kind of, uh, that kind of, warfare on well body. i think a big part of that i think they brought that in on purpose to kill the people there knowing that they wouldn't be able to fight it off kind of like they did with covid mm-hmm. you know they bring in this mutilated man-made virus and they want to kill off as many people as they can because think of the natural resources well, there. think of that, that dude he's like he's made his, his bones on this claim and then at the very tail end of his life he's discredited because my travel there and there's nothing there mm-hmm. and then like He's completely disowned. He's no longer accredited with all these things. And but how do you prove that what he saw or didn't see is right? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And it's like, well, now it's like the, with the advancements in technology through lidar, they're filing all over all these all these places, and they're not, now they're seeing all these uh, these these massive cities that are covered in like rainforests that mm-hmm. are there that are underneath all this this overgrowth. And it's like you know, like I, I know from back home when I went when I'm back home. It's like I do not remember the where I grew up looking like that, and it's mm-hmm. like the overgrowth took over fast. And I was like, yeah. you know, you think about it, and I was like, that that was only like fifteen years ago, ten years, like twelve years. Well, ago. and then think about like so they have these forest fires. They set these forest fires right, and everybody's forced to evacuate. And then that's actually good for we talked about that earlier. Yeah. You know, burning. Um, the trees and whatnot because it's good for the earth they they used to burn fields back in the day to kind of replenish them right and so i kind of feel like that's what they're doing they're purposely pushing people out because they want the land yeah. you know selling well, all this farmland off to china well, back in the and, day they used to like they would rotate through well they had like right. a pattern like they would, like the natives like every yeah. seven years like they they would move like here and then the next patch they'd move here and then it was uh, sustainment and yes and that, exactly they, that definitely shows some some smarts on their behalf, you know. Yeah, and when I was in, you know, at J or uh, what was it, Wabanzi? When I was going to Wabanzi, I took a a class, and we learned about that. We learned about the Amazonians and how you know the man came in and was taking all this land from them, and these people lived on the land, and they would have their plot mm-hmm. of land here where they would farm. The next year, they'd move to the next one, and they'd burn that one, and then move on to the next one. And by seven years, they'd come back to that first plot of land where they were seven, yeah, of all the numbers, and then they can start replanting there. But you know, it's kind of like they say with the seasons, we have to have winter so that the land yeah. has time to rest. Well, think right? about that, that, that from their eye, their their perspective. That's one of the things they used to they couldn't grasp and understand from from a Westerner's standpoint or an Eastern. I guess at that point in time, mm-hmm. you know, you're coming from the United Kingdom. Man, these people's infatuation with land and saying that they own the land. Right, like, that's just it. And they, you know, used to ask them, they're like, "How can a man own the land? You know, you can, inha- you know, you can inhabit, inhabit the, right. the land, but how do you own the land? You and, don't. But the powers that be, they come in and do what they do. And you know, like Alaska, t- only ten percent of it's like inhabitable because the government says that the other ninety percent, which I'm sure majority is natural resources, including just, oil. Yeah. They don't want people to have any part of get away from what our. Just think about the destructiveness of the, like how we oh, were, how rough we were on the land when we first came in. It's and, and like how much we, uh, how much waste we had. Remember they said they they used to, uh, the 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 natives would say that there was buffalo as far as I as to see as far as the eye could see. You know, right. Rome, and, then, and then we yes. came in and just slaughtered. 
water. Well, that I read that you know the other day in one of those books is that a lot of times, like during the the gold rush, they would come in and they would just hunt. Yeah. For for just for for game. game. Yeah. That was it. They weren't hunting to eat because they look at it like you know. Oh well, there's just a lot of these things, right? And so, we can just keep yeah, going. Exactly. And it's like there was no replenishment, uh, replenishment of that, right? And that's what the natives used to survive. And well, think about it. they would they, they detailed out that they would eat one, maybe two, and that was it. Like, you know, they used everything, even down yes. to the bones, like the hide. Yes, and I just learned that when I took the kids on that field trip, they would take the brains yeah. to hide the, or the to tan the hide, and yeah. I'm like, what? They're like, that's disgusting. But, but they think, knew. Like it's smart. Like yes. the thing about it, it's like the amount of protein. I mean, look at the, uh, like I was a, uh, so like uh, we were talking about like the the storage of meat, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, you get a pack, you know, a pack of meat in plastic wrapped in plastic and you leave it out for one day maybe two and it's gone like it is it's it like there's no chance like if well you, yeah if, if, but like back, back in the salty? days not even salt they would cut and leave out, out to dry to dry in yeah. like 10 days and eat Eat the, eat well, that's raw. like dehydrating. That's what we. No, would do. it's like that. I mean, not dehydrating in that sense. It's not being smoked, and it's not being kept at you know a specific temperature. It's just left out. It's just like a weird thing that do. there's a dude that does it nowadays. Like it's with like, flies and everything on it. And he leaves it. Mm. And he's like, he was talking about the uh, you know the consumption of like vegetables. That's a weird concept. He's like, I don't have to consume vegetables. He's like, because I eat the 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 innards of the things that I kill. Who says this? <laughs> this one, this dude, he was talking about like, you know, primal, primal oh, living. Oh, no. Mm -mm. <laughs> I think we are meant to eat vegetables. Sorry. Well, he I, does. Just but I don't eat, like, cavity. when I first met you and you, you know, lived in North Carolina, your KFC and our KFC are two different KFCs. Gizzards I was like, lizards. what in the world? And you're over here smacking on some crunchy stuff. I'm like, oh, what is that? And you're like, gizzards? I, no, I'm good. We don't have that up here. Sorry. To survive. Yes, I don't know how y'all eat that stuff. Gizzards and lizards. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat those too. <laughs> I'm sure you probably do. You hey. uncultured swine. <laughs> Eating everything. Yeah, well, really. And then when your mom lived here with us and she'd be taking all the stuff out of the chicken and saving it, I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. Making a soup with it or. Yes, yes. And I'm just like, man. But, you know, that's what people did. You know, your, your parents grew up poor, my parents grew up poor. You know, and that's just what they did. And here I'm like throwing, chucking the stuff away. Your mom's like, what are you doing? Oh, we don't eat that up here. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, all right. So let's get into some some current events because we're already half hour in here. Okay. So the first thing, I don't know if you guys have seen these Chicago teens just running rampant around here. Okay. Now, I grew up in Chicago. I grew up on the south side, which, again, I would never even take my children past my old house now without at least packing some heat because it is a mess, like a straight up mess. When we moved from Chicago in 96, I remember we had a drive by in our alley. And I think that's kind of what forced our parents into like, okay, time to go. And so um, like my mom was like, get in here. I remember the cars chasing around. So in 96 is really when I started seeing it get, you know, pretty bad. And so now you've got these teens and they're just completely running crazy. I'd say the past 10 years, it's just really, really gone downhill. Um, 
I mean, you could be driving on what the Dan Ryan and bullets are just stray bullets mm -hmm. flying and striking people's cars and hitting people. And these are coming from the neighborhoods and they're going onto the expressway. We, we used to tell people like, hey, it's all right to go in the city city. It's just not the surrounding areas. And that doesn't even hold. Right. City no, anymore. No, no. There's somebody out hanging out like a, one of the, like, I think of one of the apartment complexes, like in the downtown area downtown downtown and then all, there's these three guys like running through the streets like cracking off ars and other kind of high power rifles is that in the middle of broad daylight you know well and that's just it it's no like cares. they don't care it does not matter um the time of day it doesn't matter where they're at i remember hearing this story and it was the saddest story i ever heard it was about this old man a grandpa with his granddaughter oh, that one on the front and porch. they were sitting on the front porch and they were just hanging out, just spending time together. And these kids came by just blasting and they don't know how to shoot. They, they, they hold their gun sideways. And every time they post pictures, they got their finger on the trigger. It's just, they literally know nothing about guns. They're just given guns at an early age because here, you know, they have these young kids doing all this dirty work because by the time they're 17, 18 years old, their whole, you know, everything is expunged. So they have these young kids doing it. So they're literally being brought up with guns, put guns in their hands and here, go do this. And it's very sad. It's very, very was sad. That one kid they had, like, they were taking a picture of him and then he took a video of him. He had like $5,200 on him. He's like 11. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is a real life. They call it Chirac. Yeah. You know, because it's they say there's more deaths there than there have been in the whole war in Iraq, you know, in like any given year. And we don't talk about that in the news because But the new mayor says that the kids are just misunderstood. No. And sometimes kids do messed up things and it's our job as parents to be understanding. No, but that's just it. It's like we have got to stop this and we've got to, it's got to start at home. But the problem is they're not willing to break the cycle. They're constantly being told that, you know, these people in the suburbs, white people, whatever, we're the problem, but they keep feeding them the same stuff. They've got abortion clinics on every other corner, you know? So it's like these young girls, they get pregnant and it's well, just it's their the way of cycle. life. I mean, it it the, truly is. The culture is, is a revolving cycle. And the music, you know, it's all in their music. And they glorify this. You know, these kids think that having a brand new pair of Jordans and, like you said, 11 yeah. years old, having $5,400 in their hand is the, It's quick. It. It's fast. Well, and that's just it. Yes. And well, so. Like, even Snoop Dogg says that. Every, like, he's like, you don't see us doing gangster things anymore because we came from that life. We understand that life. And now mm -hmm. that's why you don't see them doing that. He's like, we don't do that stuff now. Like no. they, he's on, he's on talk, uh, daytime talk, uh, talk TV with Martha Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> well, but yes. they don't see that. They don't associate no. it. They just associate it with, okay, this is how they got, you get, if you live this lifestyle, you get a lot of money, you get a lot of attention. Right. You get all the things that you don't have now. You get all the earthly things, yeah. you know, the, the things of the flesh we always and talk there's, about. And there's like a glorification of like the fatherless environment too. It's like, it, 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 but there, it's, it used to be a culture of like, they, they, you know, they made a talk show out of it. Maury used to be, that was a big thing. You know, you are not the father, you right. are the father. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know. But you see, we made a joke out of it, right? Well, they, well, they capitalized on and it. And Pepper says Martha's more gangster than Snoop. <laughs> She's got a federal, she can't <laughs> legally own a firearm. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Martha, you packing too. Yeah, and uh, then Wade says it's almost as if their record labels 
record labels are the ones who enjoy the plan of their demise. That's exactly yeah. it. Because who is at the head of those record labels? You know, you could say, oh, it's 50 Cent or, you know, it's Dre or whoever. But no, they are owned by somebody else. Actually. Huh? <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Black Rock and Vanguard. Uh, we all know who's in charge of all that, you know, and it's sad because it's like it is. It's exactly the same people. The ones we're not allowed to know. Exactly. We will never off. know. Stop it. <laughs> you know, and, but it's sad because it's like these kids truly they are brainwashed from the well, time they're little. Well, think about it, like uh, a lot of these artists, not just them, but just in general, when they sign these contracts, it's mm -hmm. like it's like movie contracts and they. Uh, uh, Channing Tatum, right? He was writing about like how he hated the movie GI Joe, and he's like, "I was 21 years old when I signed a three record, I mean a three movie deal." And he's like, "When they throw that money in front of me, he's mm -hmm. like, oh, you you know, I came from nothing here. Here's a bunch of money.'" And he's like, "You do." And then you're he's yourself. like, "You do one movie, and then you go off, and he's like, you work on all these other projects." And then he's like, "Somewhere like right around the time you get famous is when they call." You know, yep. they want those they other want two, there's other favorite. two movies. And he was like, I was begging and pleading for them just to kill me off by the second one. He's like, yeah, they killed me off in the first uh, thir uh, 60 seconds. He's well, like, but that happens countlessly. It happens to any kind of music artist. artist yeah. yeah. Well, when they say you sell your soul to the devil, they are mm -hmm. the devil. You are literally selling your soul to them. And I don't think people realize like how true that is. You know, we hear that and everybody's like, oh, that's just a conspiracy, you know, but it's not, it's the truth. They own you at that point. And then they get you to do the things that they want you to do, you know, and like that video I showed you earlier and they're talking about, they're making fun of it, the yeah. Twitter video. It becomes, a, it becomes a joke. Right. And in the CIA, they coined that term, oh, it's a conspiracy theory because they don't want people seeing the truth. So if you portray it in movies as being, oh, it's just only in the movies, people are less likely to believe it. Right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, they own you. And then you, we had talked about, you know, like uh, music people. So they're throwing all this money and then they go and invest in buying a house and these beautiful cars and all this net. Then they're in debt. So it's like they're forever in debt to these people. And speaking of debt, so, so the solution to the Chicago teens is to take electronics away and then hand out a not, hefty amount of ass whoop. Well, it's, no, it's, I do. I agree that there needs to be a lot of discipline. But you I'm know, talking about like doubled up belt CPA. Well, levels. how do you know? Well, that's another thing. You know, there's been a lot of psychology reports, psychologists coming out saying that a lot of children who are born raised in a single parent household are less likely to succeed you know and not having that fatherly figure in their life Huge. has a lot to do with them acting out you know they're not you carry a lot of weight up there with the, with the children right but they always know back in the shadows the old grumpy man that yells right well, exactly. And, you know, it's kind of like you have that balance. You know, mom is the nurturer and dad is supposed to be the disciplinarian. You know, it says it there in the Bible. And, you know, he who spoils or what is it? Uh, spoils the, the rod. Or spares the rod, rod spoils, spoils the, the child. child. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's like really since our kids were little, you know, I'm not going to lie. We spanked our kid. I'm not talking about beating. I'm talking a little tap on the behind and it hurt their feelings more than it actually hurt their backside. Okay. Hurt your feelings more. Oh my goodness. But you know, I was brought up that way. And by the time my kids are probably what, three or four years old, yeah. they knew. And we always joke when we say, Oh, Papa's going to give you a whooping. And the kids are like, Oh, 
we're going to get a whooping, you know, like they don't even know what a whooping is. They never had a whooping. They may have had a little, you know, discipline, but it was never, I don't beat my kids. I don't believe in that, but I did discipline my kids. And nowadays it's like, oh, heaven forbid you discipline your child because that's abuse. And, and no, because they're so afraid that your kids are going to end up coming out to be good children. You know, and so I think with these inner cities, you can look in the majority of these households, these children don't have their fathers there. Streets are know? raising them. Literally. And that's it. The streets are raising them. You know, you've got all these people locked up. Now, I don't smoke weed. I don't care if you smoke weed like that. To me, it's that's your choice. But these people are spending all this time in prison for a little bit of weed. You know, and people are getting out on rape charges and all this other stuff with no problem. But they created this system to keep these people in this state of mind, you know, like some of these people have been locked up. They're not there to raise their kids. We've talked about Black Wall Street. You know, the black community was up and coming and, you know, they had the, the nuclear family, the mom and the dad and the kids and nice homes. And then the government comes in and puts drugs in these neighborhoods. And that's a big thing in Chicago, in the Chicago neighborhoods. The drugs are, are just as bad as the game. Well, I was watching a documentary where I was talking in a, a dude that does like the, the dirty work of the DA and uh, like all that undercover uh, undercover stuff. And he was talking about the death of the American gang. And he was like, the cartel killed off the gang. He's like, they allow people in these, these, he's like, that's what a gang is nowadays. A gang yeah. is just a, you know, supplies you with, um, you know, they're the drugs. Runners. Yeah. That, they're, that's literally all like, they are. They allow them to be there. Um, yeah. Cause the cartel. Is, well, think back in the day of like Al Capone, right? We talked about organized crime. Yeah. We talked about how, like, I don't agree with what, you know, Al Capone and all of them did, but they kept their streets clean. They didn't have the government coming in. You know, if drugs were going to be running through that, they were in charge of that, you know, and it's like the government, they're the drug dealers. They're, they're in charge of all that. They are funneling it through. They're allowing it to come in through the borders and they're putting it in these inner cities because they want to keep these kids stupid. They want to keep them dumb and they want to keep the chaos there, you know, like, there are so many talented children in here and they're not given the life that they need. Like we're talking about that little girl on the front porch, you know, shot because you got some goofy ass kids, excuse my language, running these streets because they don't know any better. They need their dads in their lives, but they're being locked up for some stupid charge for having weed, you know? And it's like this system was created to keep them down. And then of course they put the blame on us while well, they're the ones creating the chaos. They need us to be divided. They cannot stand when we come together. And, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, love your brother. I mean, I don't care if you're from the south side of Chicago, if you're from the south in North Carolina. Like, you are my brother in Christ, right? You are my sister in Christ. And I don't hate anybody for their color, their skin, their religion, nothing. But we have this government who wants to constantly keep us divided. And how do we fix this? You know, stop putting idiots in charge. Well, but that's the thing, though. We have no control over that. They put who they want to be in charge. You know, it's like Obama. Everybody thought Obama was going to do so much good for for, you know, the inner cities and everything. Even him being from Chicago. What did he do for Chicago? What did he do for those children? Nothing. They he gave him a museum. <laughs> a museum. Really? 
<laughs> right, right. And then during COVID, everything shut down, so they can't go there anyways. That's why I push all the time for parents to homeschool their children, even if it's grandma or your aunt or somebody raising these kids. Get them out of these school systems. Mom, who's Jimmy Carter? Because they're not teaching them what needs to be taught. They're teaching them lies. And Boogie Knight says, I'm a soldier for Christ. Me too, brother. You know, and that that's just it. We took Christ out of these schools. And look at everything. Look how it's all falling apart. You know, I really, I don't know. I just, I don't know. We got to fix this. And I really believe it all starts with Jesus, you know. And there's so many people who are like, oh, you're a Bible beater. Or you're, you're a Jesus freak. Yes, I am. I am a Jesus freak. I love Jesus. And the only way we're going to get through this is through him. And Matt walked away for a minute. So I don't know. Like I said, I grew up in Chicago and I saw how things were then and how things are now. And, you know, it's like we see these kids acting out like this. And I think they're crying out for help. And our leaders have failed us. You know, they've got all these projects that are supposed to be helping these children and they don't. They they don't help these children. And I really don't know how we fix this. You know, I pulled my kids from the public school system. I went to a Catholic school growing up, and I also went to public school. And um, I thank God every day for that that foundation that I had. And I think, truly, if we can start bringing our children home, teaching them at home, teaching them morals and rights and, you know, what is right, that's how we're going to fix this, you know? I mean, they are corrupting these young minds, and that's where we got to start is with these little people. Right? Like, what kind of little people are you? We're talking, talking about, about like, like the little children. No, not stop. He's a dwarf. Really? You said little people. Oh, I mean, I thought that was a politically correct term. No, you know, and that's another thing politically correct. Look, like I said, I don't care who you are, what you are, what religion, race, whatever. If you're going to treat me good, I'm going to treat you good. That's it. All right. Let's talk about the next thing. We're talking about the. Um, so the Fed now, let me play this video real quick because I saw this earlier and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like they're already setting us up for, for all of this. We went to the water park today earlier and they would not take our cash. My mom tried paying for her ticket to get in with cash and she's like, oh, sorry, we don't take cash. Hopefully this works. All right, let me know if y'all can hear this. I'm going to play it right now. You need to say goodbye to Venmo, Zelle, PayPal, oh, and Cash. Wait a minute. It's going too fast. Okay. You need to say goodbye to Venmo, Zelle, PayPal, and Cash App because FedNow is coming and you don't have a choice. FedNow is a payment service by the government coming out in July that your bank will have to sign up for, which is the first step to make the dollar digital. Now, how does this work? Well, if you buy something on Amazon, your money won't go directly to Amazon anymore. It will first go to the Fed's account and then go to Amazon. This means the government will know everything you use your money for. And if they want to, they can reject any purchase you make, take money out whenever and decide what you can and can't spend your money on. Yes, it will be faster for payments to settle, easier to get stimulus, and lowers costs that you have to pay to your banks, but your privacy is gone. So is it truly worth it? And guess what? You don't even have a choice to participate or not. Our banks are the ones who will decide for us. So follow me to stay tuned on the final details before it actually comes out. You need to say good. All right. So basically he's just talking about, you know, like stop using Venmo and all these other digital things. And, you know, I was looking on, what was it? Um, 
Oh, what was that? I don't even know. I think it was thrift books. And it says you can pay for Venmo. They're pushing for everybody to start paying through all these sites, you know, like they don't want anybody paying with cash anymore. They don't want people using credit cards. Um, it, it's just, they're pushing for this. They want this digital currency. They don't want us to own anything. Boogie Knights joined us. Boogie, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? I, I just got off, went ahead and took myself off mute. That's okay. I don't know if you guys control that or not. Pardon me. <clears throat> Sorry. Furnace shut off. Anyway, how are you guys doing tonight? Hey, sorry, one second. I can't hear anything. My. No. All right, let's see. Can you Shall hear I... us? Shall I mute myself or unmute or? No, I can hear you. Oh, cool, great. No, I 100% agree with everything you're saying. I, I'm, I was never like brought up Catholic or anything like that, but I am Catholic, if that makes sense. I don't know what that... I grew up Catholic, and I uh, I had to step away from that religion. There's just so much hypocrisy and things in there that I just can't agree with. So, um, just like praying to Mother Mary and, you know, calling yeah. Father and, you know, things like that. So, I just... I. Uh, I can't do that anymore. I found a really good church now. Um, and it's just a Bible church. You know, the the, yeah. the pastor, he preaches from the Bible and he teaches, you know, non-politically correct things. And, you know, it's like things that we need to hear. You know, the Bible wasn't meant to sugarcoat things and, and be all unicorns I and rainbows. Absolutely not. Um, but it's, it's the truth. You know, it's God's truth. And it's the it's living word. It's a guide word. to life. Yeah, it is the living word. Yeah. And it's a guide to life. And the way to teach so I, I just wow really like the way you put things about you know your children I was brought up spare the cane yada yada so does it make any sense at, at all oh Hold on a second. Hello, hello. Technical difficulties. And this guy's and he can't figure out my speakers. Way to go, Matt. <laughs> but as far as you know, disciplining children, you know, I was brought up the same way, and I believe the same way. My sister, no, no. sister. Hello, hello. Well, we got away from um, discipline. Um, discipline now is there is none. No, that, that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. There is no discipline. Nobody wants to discipline their kids. No, one guy brought it up pretty good. He goes, "We're past butt whooping time." When these kids get out on the streets, and I think I talked about this with Matt when he called me. Maybe I, I, I don't know. He was talking guitars, but anyway. This guy said, you know, it's past butt whooping time. Why don't you get the rubber bullets out and start tagging some of these kids with some rubber bullets and let them feel that. Well, they're doing that to themselves with those rubber bullets, playing with those Orbeez and stuff, running around with these guns. We had kids over no, here. Oh, you know? we're talking about different. He's talking about different. Yeah, I know what he said, like sandbag style, like yeah. real riot gear. 
I know what he's talking about. You know, and the best the best one I ever saw was a South American police officer walking down a street. He didn't even bust a stride, and he had a beanbag gun. Some guy come out to him from the left, and he wow. pulled the trigger, knocked that dude on his butt, and he kept on striding right along. And I'll tell you what, if they would do that to some of these kids, these kids would get a real wake-up call real fast. Um, I've Those never been hit by a rubber bullet, never been hit by a You haven't been tased? Tell you what, I've been hit by a zip wheel doing 10,000 RPMs and you've no, been hit by what? Go ahead and say that again. A what? A, a zip wheel that was doing 10,000 RPMs off of what grinder. Is that? It's a it's what you use to cut steel with on a grinder and it blew okay. up, hit me in the chest. Oh, dang, man. <laughs> uh, Ouch. Yeah. I've been it felt, it felt like I got hammered in the chest and um yeah i don't yeah so how many ribs did you break i didn't break no ribs really no i felt it oh man i can't it's hard to believe you didn't break any ribs that would thought i had a heart attack for a minute but you know hey yeah (laughs) this is scary so Man. let let some of these kids get shot with a beanbag gun or a, a, a rubber bullet and coming out of a shotgun, and let's see how fast they – because usually whenever something goes sideways, these kids scatter like – I don't want to say it this way, but I'm going to. They I scatter don't, like just don't. something happens. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're all good and dandy until they hear a, a shot fire or something like that, and then once that happens, they're gone. Well, that's um, a problem. They, they've never had a proper ass whooping. Uh, it's, I mean, nope. I've been. That's what I'm talking about. Got proper ass. <laughs> I know, I know, Matt. Well, I think we was talking about this too. Yeah. Um, and 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 what I'm, you know, I know you and Punky live. How far do you guys live from Chicago? We're about a, an hour away. So I'm in Fort, I'm in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Well, you guys that are Fort, I'm in, I'm down about 23 miles west of Terre Haute or east of Terre Haute. All right. All right. Cool. I dated a nurse in Terre Haute. <laughs> you dated a nurse? I was yeah, married. She, she was a, <laughs> I, I hope it's not your ex wife. I don't know. I'm not going to say her name. <laughs> I really hope it isn't because that'd be weird. Yeah. No, she's great. She's a traveling nurse. Oh, this one wasn't a traveling nurse. Okay. Woo. All right. I'm not going to have to get my ass kicked by some guy I never met. So, uh, pardon my language. I don't do I, – I, I usually uh, – I'm not much into ass kicking. I'm just used to stepping back in the woods and waiting. But anyway. Yeah, I don't like getting shot in the face either. So, anyway. But um, no, Punky, you guys live in an hour away from Chicago. Um, I've talked about this, and I don't think people really understand. With them shutting down the four Walmarts in Chicago, somebody brought it up on, I think it was Libs of TikTok, uh, but I've been saying this since they did it. You people in that are an hour away from Chicago, y'all need to be getting some things set up as far as security goes in your stores because – those people are going to start branching out and coming that way. 
because we all know that they 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 think food grows in a grocery store and um, <laughs> when whenever it doesn't grow in that grocery store no more it's just like i i felt sorry for that colored lady that was walking through there about crying talking about what am i going to do for food for my kids um you know they don't I mean, they're using it for a play, but when they don't understand when when those people start coming into rural areas of America, this this ass whooping that's going to come on is not going to be an ass whooping they're going to like. It's 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 actually going to be stacking bodies up. I mean, it's going to get to a point where people are just going to have the feel of it. Look, um, that's what I always tell Matt. I'm not going looking for trouble, but if trouble finds me, I'm going to be prepared. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, I'm sorry, what's your name over here? Douglas? Is that yeah. Douglas, I don't think it's going to get that far. Um, I think it's going to. And I think One situation, and everybody, and it seems to me like you may see, be some type of conspiracy theorist or whatever the case may be who me it's yeah you no no dude i'm a realist you got to understand that ah, jesus christ when Pardon when those language. people don't get food where are they going to go get their food at uh they're going to be just fine everything will be okay you can calm down calm no down. i think douglas is right though they are going to come out here because when they're not getting the food that they need there, they're to go out. This government isn't going to bring them food. This this government is in the process of tearing this country down, and they're doing a darn good job of it. Um, that is the whole point of this is if we want to get into the biblical side of it, Satan is working pretty hard, and people are letting him work hard. Um we are divided people. They want us divided. Nobody wants to come to the realization that we come from the same two people from many thousands of years ago. We are the same two people that are our our millions our of years ago, not thousands, billions. Oh, thousands of years ago. Oh yeah, really? Well, if Jesus passed away two twenty two hundred years ago, then Adam and Eve had to be. At least three thousand years before that, if not four. Oh man, one of these situations. All right, I'll agree uh, to disagree. Situation. No, I'm allowed to have my thoughts. So well, we all have move, our move thoughts. Forward. Go ahead and move forward. In, I don't believe in five point. I don't believe in one point five billion years. Uh, but you believe in seven point six two. I believe in seven. From the Bible, the, the earth is probably between six and 7,000 years old. From the time yes. of Adam. Yep. But so, yeah. I mean, moving forward. Uh, regardless, though, with the, the food, the problem is that, um, you know, when you're in inner cities like that, look what happened during COVID and they shut everything down. <laughs> Um, they made things really difficult for everybody. And I think COVID was kind of a, a trial with that. Um, I agree. I do agree with that. Shot in order to go places. And, you know, we look at biblically talking about the um, mark of the beast, right? 
That is Fed now. That is CBDC. That is what China has going on. Wait, what did you just say? C- CBDC. Fed now. If you don't know what Fed now is, look it up on your computer and read about Slow it. Slow it down, kiddo. CB what? Central Bank Digital Currency. Central Bank Digital Currency. We already, we already live in a digital currency world, but what they want to do yeah. is put us in a central bank digital currency where they have full control over what you spend. You will, you will be allotted money each month. And if you are seen online talking negative about the government, you will be held from doing any business because your credit, your credit score will or your <laughs> Or we'll go against you. You're blowing my mind right now. It's- well, I'm sorry. I'm deep. I'm deep down a rat. I'm deep down a lot of rabbit holes, and I've got yeah. a lot of information. And I like it. No, I like it. It's, it's I, valid information. I'm not saying it's invalid. It's I like I'm what you're saying. If you've never looked into it, research Fed. Now they started it three weeks ago this Monday. Um, it's in implementation. They're slow rolling it out until July 2023 20, this, this year. So three months from now, it will be in full-blown works. So and, and, and I don't want to talk shit, and that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you an honest question. Are you part of any type of militia, or are you just a independent? To me? Spreader. Yeah, you. Who else would I be talking to? No, I mean, as far as um, I'm a lone wolf, but if I have to stand with people, I'm going to stand with people. All right. So do you have like people in the network of some type? A network? Do you have like people as yourself? A network I'm not of people? Say I have people in, I don't, I'm not going to say I have people in a like network, but I, I know who I can trust. Let's put it that way. Okay. So you're just a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm a realist. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a realist. And if you can't, and if you can't look out over this world right now and see what's going on, um, you need to look because it's it's getting pretty bad. No, it is. It's been getting very bad for a long, long time. And it's not conspiracies. Um, conspiracies are. <clears throat> That the Vatican Church is a church of God, which it's not. That's conspiracy. Well, I'm a Catholic, so I mean. I can't help that. I mean, you can, everybody has their religious, and that's everybody's choice. But from what I've learned about the Catholic Church, I, would, I wouldn't have any part of it. Well, okay. Nobody's perfect. Nope. We're nobody's perfect. The only perfect person on this planet was Jesus Christ, and they got rid of yeah. that. So nobody else is perfect. I'm not disagreeing with you, so. But as far as continue with your your thoughts. All right, Punky, I'm out of here. Um, Oh, man. Don't go. Well, see, we're not conspiracy theorists. We really, I mean, like Douglas said, we are, you know, we're realists. We see things that are really going on, and that's why I said we got to listening to to bars fm if you don't follow him on podbean you need to listen to some of his shows i mean we see everything that's going on like i said 
I grew up Catholic and I had to leave that church for many different reasons. And, you know, you're Catholic and there's nothing wrong with that. All my, most of my family is still Catholic, you know, but there's just a lot of stuff that's going on. Definitely check out the CBDC. That's not a conspiracy. Like that's an actual thing. Um, Check out FedNow. Type in, type in FedNow. Read about. I did a whole show Thursday on my podcast about FedNow cryptocurrencies and what it is. Oops. I think it was Thursday. FedNow. I've got it written down. Yeah, that's going to be starting in July. That's. I mean, that's a real. It's already not, started, Monkey. Well, they, they said it's roll out or whatever in July, but. That's part of the CBDC. That's why they're pushing, you know, a cashless society. Um, they want everything to be digital, you know, because that way they can monitor everything. They can track all of your your expenses, what you're buying, what you're not. You know, think of like during the Great Depression when they had ration cards, right? They're going to do the same thing, but digitally now. Have you guys uh, well, ever seen a ration card? Any one of you? Yeah, yeah I have actually. I love history. I used to have some of them. Really? How old are you? If you don't mind me asking, um, just now, which I uh, age was a was a number that they gave us, so we would think we're old. <laughs> um, it's 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 get it's down crap. to the brass tax, buddy. I am six. I'll be sixty years old. You'll be sixty years old. I'm forty, mm-hmm. and uh, my family was entire family was brought up. I was spawned, as you would call it, from the Great Depression. So was I. I. Grand aunt, 101 years old. We still have uh, antiquities and antiques and things like that from that time and age. So tell me about the... uh, I think you're full of shit. And I'm not trying to talk bad. Full of shit on what? I think your information is wrong. No, my information is not wrong. No, if, really. If you took the time to understand, no, he, he he's not. Um, if you want prepare everybody for what's coming. What what what's coming is something that you've never seen in your lifetime that none of us have seen in our lifetimes. The Great Depression is going to be a walk in the park compared to what is coming. Uh, have Central you ever been homeless? Digital currency is not good. Digital currency that is not centralized is a good thing. Decentralized digital currency can work. Centralized digital currency. Well, I understand is- what you're talking about. Do you have an AI girlfriend? Oh man, if you're going to insult me, I'll really, I'll really turn loose, Punky. If he's yeah, going to, I'm not insulting you. I'll tell you what, right now. If you're you, you want to fucking turn loose on me, pardon my language. You pack me. If you think that 40 years old, you've lived more of a life than I have, I'm going to tell you what, bud. You haven't. An AI girlfriend, if um, I lost my wife 20 years ago to cancer, um, I don't need an AI wife. Um, if I needed an AI wife, I wouldn't be on this thing talking. I'd be talking to an AI wife instead of sitting here arguing to somebody that has not lived the life I have. Now, when you get 20 more years of experience on you, then speak it. But right now, I have 20 more years of experience than what you do at life. Now, I don't want to get into an argument, but you put me into an argument, and I'm not going to put up with the bullshit. 
if you don't want to look the stuff up, okay, I'm gone. He's gone. Great. That's right. Sorry, we don't know that. We are here to educate, and I know Doug personally, and he is a good guy, and he is not full of shit. I know people don't want to hear it because it's scary, but that is where your faith comes in, and that is why we are pushing this, because people need to hear the truth. And I don't appreciate you insulting my friends, Boogie. I, I let you come on. We wanted to discuss these things, but once you start attacking people, that's why I have to cut that off. I don't like to have to kick people off, but I will do it. Okay. Again, we are here to educate. We're not here to name call and, and, you know, again, it's going to be rough. You know, we're going to face persecution. We're going to face a lot of things that we don't want to face, but it is coming. And the sooner you accept that and you realize it, look up CBDC. I have it right here, the Federal Reserve Board. I am on federalreserve.gov, Central Bank Digital Currency, Charlie Bravo Delta Charlie. While the Federal Reserve has made no decisions on whether to pursue or implement the Central Bank Digital Currency, we have been exploring the potential benefits and risks of the CBDCs. It is a real thing. It is not a conspiracy. It's not bullshit. It is real. And again, sooner people can accept that, the better off you're going to be. We are here to warn you. We Again, we are all brothers and sisters in Christ, and God called us here with a message. And Douglas, take the floor, brother, because you need – go ahead. No, I'm not going to sit here and blow up. I did. I'm not I'm, – I'm trying not to blow up. Um, the, the, the crap of that that just got told there with me having an AI girlfriend, oh, my goodness – um, if that's how low a person has to step, then this 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 is one of the biggest problems we have with this world right now. Um, we are trying to become a church, a, a people one under God, but yet we have five different churches in our cities. Some cities have 50 churches. If you want to be one with God, you have to have one church that you go pray to. You cannot have five denominations preaching different things because nobody ever comes together. That's why we are separated. They separated us by religion. Constantine did that back when he had the Bible wrote. Then after he had the Bible wrote, he had Muslims created. Islam was created by the Romans to have people to persecute the Christians because once they started the Roman Catholic Church, they couldn't persecute Christians. That is why we're in the crap we're in today because people like to play games. If you want to become one people under God, get rid of all the churches and have one church in your town that preaches. Everybody goes to that church. Everybody hears the same thing. And then you will become one with the person, with the entity that you want, the deity that you want to be with. Now, as far as this guy, and I imagine he's done out of chat, um, CBDC is going to be to, is the ruin. Are we going to get away from it? No, because it's already been there. It's been implemented there. Um, I did my show Wednesday night on FedNow and the CBDC. It was either Wednesday or Tuesday. I can't remember right now. It's coming. There's nothing we can do with it um, other than not take it um, unless they force you into it. Then when they start forcing people into it, the people that are going to be hurt the worst by this are going to be people that get Social Security, people that get welfare, people that get food stamps, people that get disability. When they start going to grocery stores and start putting their stuff across the checkout line and then that person starts pulling their food off because they say, oh, no, you can't get this because you already had it. 
oh, well, we might be able to give it to you if you want to pay an extra $5 more on your food stamps. So now you're going to be getting limited on what you get. But our biggest problem on that, too, is, is the way they're starting to jack with this food. If Scott was talking that Cargill is the biggest food, the beef producer, and they're sending all the beef production to uh, Africa, people in small communities better get their crap together and start banding together. I'm trying to do that with my podcast. It's a county-by-county podcast, and I've talked to my county council president about getting farms set up in this county to raise animals, to raise vegetables, to raise our own stuff. That I might as well have been... I might as well have been pissing in the wind because that's about all it got done. So now um, when people get their heads out of their proverbial butts, um, get off the freaking gerbil wheel. And it's hard to get people off the gerbil wheel because we've been trying to do that for the last 40 to 50 years. Um, oh, um, wow. AI, AI girlfriend. Um, I hope everybody does know that um, <laughs> there, there was an AI bot that put a picture out of a girl, and 25,000 men bought pictures of this AI bot. Oh, for heaven's that, that is what we're fighting. Um, of course. So they, they don't even have to put porn out now. Now they can generate porn with an AI bot. So, cool. I mean, really, all uh, these things come out, and you see these things, and you just see how perverted this entire world has become. And they're trying to do that to our children through these schools, these books. You know, I can encourage people enough to pull their children out of schools because, and I know some parents, they don't have that option. You know, they have to work two jobs and sometimes it's a single mom. Like I get it, but there you pray on it. God will provide that way. But we have to get our children out of these schools because this is where they're learning it from. And they're thinking that it's okay because when you have a kindergartner and you're teaching them, you know, we're not using pronouns. We're doing they, them because the little boy is no longer a he and the little girl is no longer a she. I mean, you're already corrupting their mind at that point. And so many parents are okay with it and creating this army of stupidity. Um, Type in your computer, AI, because um, I did this podcast Thursday night. I wanted to see if AI had a connection to the Bible. So type in AI connection to the Bible and see what it brings up for you. Um, because we had this, um, our school board is going to allow 20 children to use an AI system that is, they, and this is crazy, they say it is pre-programmed to give replies, and I, I, I'm losing my mind on that. I did a show on it. Um, <clears throat> they're going to let these kids have it, and, and and instead of them using their having, instead of them going to their parents or a guidance counselor with problems, now they're going to let them use an AI chat bot for their issues as far as why am I not this? Why am I not that? And they're going to let the AI bot tell them what's wrong with them. And because the AI knows best, right? It's called, a, I think it's called um, approachable or something like that. I'd have to look it up again to give it to you. Um, as far as the, well, you go, you go ahead and talk and I'll look it up and then I'll tell you what it is. So you, you can tell everybody to be on the watch for it. I'll be back. 
Well, yeah, you know, I really, you know, the whole reason for this show is we want to educate people, right? We want people to be prepared for what's coming. And like I said to Boogie, God had him here for a reason, you know. He he doesn't believe what we're, we're trying to tell him, but there was a reason that God brought him here. And I truly pray, I'm going to pray for him right now, dear Lord Jesus, I pray that you open boogie nights eyes and ears and heart to the truth lord because so many truly are looking for the answers and and so many are being deceived right now by satan lord so we pray that that boogie truly does his own research and realizes that what we are trying to tell him is the truth lord that we can help save him too lord because so many truly are looking for the truth and you are the way the life and the truth we need more and more people um, to see that and to hear that and to understand that what we are trying to do is not to scare anybody or, or to turn them away, Lord, but rather to educate them and to help them help open their eyes so that they can be prepared for what is coming, Lord, because we are the remnant, Lord. And we just ask that you please be with Boogie Nights and help him hear and see the truth. In your son, Jesus Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. All right, Punky, the app for you let people around you know it's called alongside that is the ai app that they're going to let school kids use here to alongside alongside basically they're going to let the app um here you go um get away from their parents by using this app um instead of consoling with their parents now they can go to an ai bot online and talk to it and it can tell them what they're feeling, what they're not feeling, how they need to feel. But, you know, it's crazy because I don't know if you've seen the, the video, but there was a man in Germany or the news story that was talking to an AI bot and the AI bot convinced him to commit suicide. Oh, um, my then there was another AI bot that a guy was chatting with that kept telling him that the, the AI bot loved him and his wife didn't love him. I heard about that. Okay, and then the next one that we all know about is the one where the, the father, the mother, and the son are sitting there and the son asked the AI bot if it was a disembodied um, spirit and the spirit said, the bot said, yes, it was. It was a demon. Mm -hmm. The other AI was another one that actually... Um, Oh, let's see what did it do. It it it, it it's the same thing. It, it basically it's telling people that it loves them, that you're not loved by other people, and they're they are. There's people commit suicide. So I've got we've got 20 kids in this county now that are going to be using this app, and I don't know their names, and I, so I can't see what's going to happen to be able to report on it. But there's nothing good going to come from it. Um, no. Everybody talks about an alien invasion, which alien invasion starts with two letters, A and I. That's alien invasion. Um, we all know that there's no aliens. The aliens are the, are the fallen angels that came down from heaven. Those are the aliens. The aliens are now getting, to, since they can't get into bodies, now they're going to be getting into computer programs and being able to go through computer programs to get to people. Now, alien invasion, we're getting ready to have it. And like Elon Musk said, we can't let this get 
too far ahead. We're going to let it get so far ahead that it's going to end up doing something which it already has. And now you're wanting to put safeguards on it. We've already lost, you know, there was, it's this, they've been working on AI since, um, I think it said 1950. So think of the head start they've had on this. Well, that's why I said, I think that our uh, technology that we have been given, we're 50 years behind. You know, they, they already know what's going to come out 50 years from now. You know how, like, during the Jetsons, they predicted, oh, we're going to have this and that. You know, it's like, how did they know what we were going to have? Well, because they already had that technology. And, you know, again, it, it's, they hide everything from us. And they think that we're stupid. And in the Bible, it says, you know, we we have the power on this earth. Jesus gave us that power. The Holy Spirit gives us that power. But we have never been taught how to use it, you know, and reading the Bible and, and understanding truly how powerful we are through the Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ. Anything that we ask in his name can and will be done, you yeah. know, but it, nobody wants to believe it. They're like that's superficial or that's, you know, that's man-made or that's, you know. How do you know? So many people want to attack it and they don't truly understand the power. I can tell you from our little Bible group that we have, our Bible study, we have prayed for people just like Scott does in Bard. And you're hearing all of these stories of people being healed and, and all of these good things coming because where two or more are gathered in his name, you know, we can call all this off. We truly can. We have that power. There is no amount of technology that they have that can defeat jesus christ he's well, already that's, that's what i mean by everybody coming together under one church and not a multitude of churches right uh, you separate people then all that energy that can be placed which is all a frequency of god is a healing power <clears throat> we, we we know through nikola tesla that frequency is what is what this world is and, yeah. and positive energy will will result in a positive you know a positive outcome and right the more they divide us that's easier it is for them to have control over us if we would all come together it wouldn't be able to control um that's, that's just it they keep us divided by race by gender by religion by age by everything that they can anything that sets us apart from one another they will use and the church is not a building you know and so many people think oh you know the church is a building no church is literally the body of believers in christ that is what the church is and they want to divide us like you said by religions catholic and 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 uh you know, Presbyterian and Baptist and all that. Why? Why can't we all just be Christians? Why can't we all just be believers in Christ? That is what Jesus wanted. He didn't want us divided. But man, doing what man does, they constantly have to divide. Well, and some of that's got to do with money. I don't, I, you know, I don't want to say it, but there's a lot of churches that throb for the money and that to me goes back to the Pharisees. One of the biggest reasons that they got rid of Jesus is because he was coming in and flipping tables, getting rid of the money changers that were being charged to go in and pray. They couldn't yeah. have their money. They couldn't have their money system disrupted. Well, and think about that, right? So you have the church of the day, and, and they're over there exchanging money and everything in the temple. 
and Jesus is flipping tables. Well, what are these churches doing today? 5013Cs. It's all about exchanging money. They're doing the same exact thing that Jesus flipped tables over. That's you know? Right. Because right. everything about the money. And they, it says right there in the Bible, for the love of money is the root of all evil. And it is. It well, truly right. is. And, it, and once you get into that money part of it, it goes with the seven sins. Because if you have money, you get into lust, you get into gluttony, you get into, oh, just all the other ones. I mean, they just add up. Yeah, it does. And like Laura Lisa, Revelation addresses the different churches. The discernment belongs to the individual. Power and money always corrupts. Amen, sister. You know, uh, Laodicea and... Uh, Philadelphia, all those churches, they talk about, you know, like what kind of church, you know, there's the good church. Well, this church did this good, but they didn't do that good. And this church, you know, it's like, what church are we today? You know, who are we going to be a part of? A church doesn't mean you have to go to the building. You know, when we meet for our Bible study, that to me is church. I am praising my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, and, and the way that these big mega churches have just completely deceived the people. It doesn't matter what denomination it is. But the church, the, the, where people go to find Jesus, they're seeking the answers. They're not doing what they should be doing. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very sad because it's like, like I said, I grew up Catholic. I was never taught to read the Bible. Uh, I had the Bible read to me when I went to Mass. And, you know, I had the father, the priest he gave me his interpretation of the Bible and I never was encouraged to read the Bible myself. Since I have opened my Bible the past three years, I have learned so much about life, about myself, about the church, about Jesus. I thought I was saved and I yeah. found out I wasn't saved because I, you know, Catholics are taught, Oh, you do all these great works and you believe Jesus, you know, no, you literally believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross for you and you proclaim him as your savior out loud. You are saved. That's it. That's all you gotta do. That's like me. I I've just got back into reading the Bible. I've always believed in God, but I never read the book as much as I should have. And getting back into it and having conversations with Jeff on things is pretty enlightening. Whenever you start digging deep into the the bloodlines in the Bible, mm -hmm. um, because the bloodlines are what we are fighting now. Um, if you don't think we're not, it's it's like I said with this AI. Thursday when I came home, I, I told a buddy at work, I said, I want to see if AI has a connection with the Bible. Well, I did. AI was a city near Bethel, and Joshua, <laughs> Joshua went and destroyed this city. The meaning of AI, the meaning to AI is the ruin. AI means the ruin. Well, city is by Bethel and the ruins of that city are there and when they ended up destroying the city Joshua had his people kill the king and bury him underneath rocks under the front of the gate of the city so there is a city called AI in the Bible and I could not believe that so now with AI being called the ruin it makes me even go no I don't want no part of it I mean Right there's the definition of the ruin. Nope. Yeah, that's that is just so crazy. They they are so symbolic about everything, and they they do not 
hide it. But I think, you know, God, he has lifted that veil. That's why so many of us are able to see. And I think that is why God is pushing us now to go out into the world and to spread that light and lift that, help lift that veil for others to see the truth. Because, you know, things like that, you know, AI. And there was something um, with Google, like they named one of their internal something. It, it was like demonic as well. Um, oh, I can't. Chrome. No, what was it? I can't remember. Something. Uh, uh, meaning for? Yes, there was something that Google, it was something Google related and it was like demonic. And it's right. like, really? It, it's, it's like Scott was bringing up about, and, it, it, and he's right. A, here you got Apple Corporation wanting to come out and give people 4.15% 4, 4. on their money if they put their money into Apple. Well, the Apple, the Apple was the ruin of, of, man, of humankind. Um, exactly. You know, and it, and me and Jeff had this conversation. When when did when when did we get free will? Did we get free will before the apple or after the apple? I mean, you know, they didn't have to have free will before they took the apple. Once the apple was bit, then you had to have free will. Right. Because and you know. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say with Adam and Eve, so Eve ate the apple, right? She had their free will. And Adam, even though he knew that what she did was wrong, he still did it because, you know, whether it's because he wanted to make sure that she wasn't alone in whatever was happening or, you know, maybe he felt like he didn't stop her from doing that, whatever. You know, we always had that free will. And, and Satan has always played on that. He uses it as a weakness. And that is the whole purpose of God sending his son here is because, yes, we are weak. We are human. We were made and created this way with our free will. And, you know, that is why Christ died on the cross for us, because God gave us that grace, that free gift. And so many are just like, no, Jesus isn't real. No, that's not true. You know, but they'll believe, oh, NASA landed on the moon. Why is it so easy for people to believe that, but to believe that a human being of course, he was sinless, came to this earth and died for it. I'd lay down my life for anybody that I love. You know, I, I just, he I don't know. He did a whole world that he didn't even know, was, he knew was going to be here, but he did it for a people that were going to populate the earth. So he wasn't just laying his life down for the people of the day. He was laying life, his life down for the people of the future. You know, and that, that's a big sacrifice. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, he could have at any moment in time, he could have got down off of that cross and said, you know what, this is too much for me to bear. I'm not doing this anymore. But he didn't. He endured every last bit of that. And he died. There was a doctor that came out like 10, 15 years ago, and they talked about how painful that death was. That was like the worst death that you can experience. And he still went through all of that for us. And like you said, for people he didn't even know, for future generations, because he truly loved us, God sent a piece of himself here to die for us. Well, I wish I wish whenever they depict Jesus Christ, they would depict him in the form that he would have been in in that day. Because he wouldn't have been a picture of Christ that we see. He would be in a 
very healthy, strong man and, and not this frail being that you see. For someone to go through what he did to be put on that cross would tuck a would tuck so much strength that there's a lot of people that these days wouldn't be even be able to handle that. No. Um, you know, um, we've we've fallen a lot a long way from there. Yes. Yep, and to get back to waking the people up, I mean, you know, it, it makes me feel like I'm not, I'm a, I'm a watcher on the wall while people are building, and um, I'm still a builder, but I could be a builder on the wall that's with with a sword on my side. I mean, to figure out where you're at, but we're out here trying to talk and preach, not preach, but. but um, Give the information, like you said, give the information out that we, we research, that we're lucky enough to have people doing research on to be able to discern on if it's, it's uh, right or not. But we need to have the information out there. Oh, of course. Absolutely. And again, people can believe or not, and that's absolutely their choice. That's their free will. But sure. no, that's you and me and... And the rest of Bard's Nation, you know, everybody doing these podcasts, we're doing what God called us to do. You know, just like people didn't believe us when we talked about that COVID vaccine. They went and got it, and now people are dying left and right from it. You know, what do you and I, what do we have to gain from from telling the things that we do? As uh, opposed to the big corporations who continue to spread these lies and make people believe. They've got millions and billions to gain. You and I. We just have everlasting life, and we're, we're doing what Jesus called us to do. Well, you know, that's, that's, look at that's like trying to educate people. Like I've said, on this blood war. I mean, this this is a, a seed war that's been going on for thousands of years. Um, and we we me and you've talked about this about twenty three and Me and Ancestry dot com and trying to find out people's DNAs. There's a reason they wanted to know people's DNAs. Um, because again, you're, you're making a bioweapon and if you can target that bioweapon to certain DNAs, you're, you're, you're doing what you need to do. I mean, it, it's just no different than, um, where, where am I going with this? One? Um, it was, it's, again, it's, it's, there's so much information. They've done it before as far as the, the, the seed war goes and getting rid of certain people. And it really wasn't so much the Jews because now you got to get into whether they're the red Jews or they are the true Jews. Well, what was the, um, the experiment with that? Remember? I mean, this hasn't been the only time in history that they have tried to kill off groups of people. And they're doing it in Africa now, you know, with these vaccines that they're putting out. And, um, you know, they're just absolutely doing these terrible experiments, you know, like we learned about during the Holocaust where, you know, these scientists would do these terrible experiments on these children and, and, and the adults and everything. They're still doing that today. We just don't talk about it. No, you know, and, like to be part of those experiments. No. And I, and I seen, um, read some stuff where as far as what was going on in Europe with the Jews way before 
Hitler came along in 1912 and ni- or 1920s, they were doing things to the Jews before then. Um, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's like I said. Once you want to me, I've been more I've been more focused on trying to figure out like the bloodlines coming out of Kazaria, which is now the Ukraine, because that's where a lot of this a lot of this came from, and that goes back to again Noah and and cursing Ham's son Canaan, and again. The city that was destroyed in AI was a Canaanite city. So, you know, it, it it goes back to the Canaanites. It goes back to a certain bloodline that wants to try to rule the earth because I don't know if it's because they are the seed of Satan and they want to have total dominion on this planet or what it is. But we're at a tipping point now where... Um, we, we, we know they're messing with our foods, how many trend derailments we've had, how much toxicity they put out. Um, and now we're getting ready to go through this financial thing that a lot of people aren't going to be ready for. Like I said, I think that the Great Depression was a cakewalk compared to what's getting ready to happen. Oh, yeah, there's definitely good things coming. And just like God prepared Noah, God prepared Joseph, God is preparing us. You know, he is showing us. He has lifted that veil for a reason. And he is preparing us for what's to come. And, again, people, I I think if people haven't woken up to it yet, I don't think they're going to. I I think kind of we've reached that point now where it's like all those who will see will see and those who won't are going to suffer for it. And it doesn't mean we stop trying, you know, but, um, you know, look at Noah. He was the first conspiracy theorist. People laughed at him for building that boat. And then when that flood came, they were begging to get on it, you know, and that's where we're going to be here soon. You know, we're learning how to grow our own food. We're teaching our children and, you know, we're, you know, learning how to bake bread and do things for ourselves again, because I do believe there is going to come a day when we're not going to be able to go to the grocery store. We're not going to be able to just go buy a loaf of bread. And so many people are going to be lost because they're not going to know those skills, you know, and, and learning to do for ourselves, learning how to cook on an open fire. Yeah, they may sound, you know, oh, okay, yeah, that's just a conspiracy, but What's going to happen when your neighbor who refused to listen to you and mocked you and laughed at you is starving? Well, that, that's that's what's getting ready to happen in Chicago with them shutting down the Walmarts and the, the Save a Lots and all that stuff. From because if the Walmarts are going the next, the grocery stores are going to go next, and then people don't understand that they're going to start coming out to the outlying areas and doing the same things. And Absolutely. Now, now you've got people. What are you going to do to save your counties? Because, you know, like I, like I found, we got 3,194 counties in the United States. And, you know, for each county to become its own entity now, um, because each county can raise its own food supplies, each county can have its own markets. So you could be doing business with counties around you in certain mm-hmm. items because they might be doing something different than you are. So now you're going to get community trade going, which then again, we both know by the constitution that the federal government was never to have their nose stuck into state and county affairs. Um, and, and that's something that happened that should have never have happened. 
because now that you got the federal government stuck into everything, like a lot of people want to say, now you got people dependent on a system, which now we know is broke because our government has no money. Um, no, we're sending it all to Ukraine and everywhere else. Well, we just don't have any money. I mean, you, you got a company like BlackRock who has control of over $10 trillion. Um, and our and our debt is $31 trillion. <laughs> There's no money. No. Nope. None. Nope. And the, yeah. the systems of letting people be dependent on a government was never was never supposed to come about. I mean, um, our young men nowadays, most of them can't work. And then if you wanted to get them into the military, and like you've heard and we both heard, now you got the Air Force that's that's dropping their requirements to get in because people can't pass their test. When Matt joined the military, they were giving out $40,000 bonuses to get people to sign up. You know, yeah. and it's like, you know, I mean, nobody wants to join because we've, I mean, look at the laughing stock we got as a resident in chief. First off, who would want to fight under him? And secondly, all of these, you know, you're allowing these transgenders to enter. Obviously, that's a mental illness. Like, they check you for all these things when you when you join the military. But mental illness, they're allowing that now, you know? So it's like Matt. He's like, why would I want to go fight next to somebody like that? They're a loose cannon. They've got a loaded gun. You know, people are not stupid. You know, it's like you're watching what's happening with the military. It's falling apart. There's failed leadership. All of this stuff going on here, and they tried forcing the vax on these people. And when Matt joined the military, you know, he was getting, how many vaccines did you get? Too many to count, he says. But, he, you know, they were just being poked and prodded. They were the guinea pigs, you know. And it's like, no, he's out. He's retired. And he's like, I'm not taking any more of their experimental stuff. I don't even know what's in me. But you see all of these people who went to Iraq and to Afghanistan, and they're all dying from these cancers. They're saying it's from the burn pits. But I don't think it's the burn pits because those people that live over there, they're not dying from cancers like these men and women who join the military are. No, and and you know it, the the it sad part is is it's like right now what it, it was like we can bring Sodom and Gomorrah up right now because our country is falling deep into what Sodom and Gomorrah was. Um, <clears throat> actually, it's falling deeper than what Sodom and Gomorrah was. Um, you know, at least at least over there we we've never heard in the stories that men were laying with children, but men were definitely sleeping with other men because when the angels went to Lot's house, they would not accept his daughters. They still wanted the angels who were appearing as men. Um, <laughs> we, we, we are in that state right now that if God wanted to come down and have another brimstone fire, he could do it and, and he'd be more than justified in doing it. Um, so, I mean, how do you get, but, but in like it's always said on other podcasts, They've got people pouring money into these organizations to push this stuff. And then mm -hmm. I remember um, years ago, the Koch brothers, who are a couple of the power elites who thought they were here in America, they took South, South Carolina school board and flipped it and actually got that school board to desegregate the schools and go to all white and all black schools. Well, the, the people voted them out. And that is the problem. 
now too, and we all know that George Soros is pouring money into district attorneys. You've got other elites that are pouring money into school board elections mm-hmm. and getting these people in to, to justify or get these agendas out. And um, people have got, and again, we, we, we can blame it on the hamster wheel because most people, all they, all they do is eat, eat, work, sleep, eat, work, sleep, and to not have the peripheral what's going on. And again, it's like this alongside app that they're wanting to give these kids. Parents have to be involved in their children's lives. You cannot let a computer system or another person raise your child and give them all the influences that you should be doing. And Absolutely. It's not going in well. Um, They're attacking our children. I mean, you think about it, like back, way back when, you know, even before Jesus, they sacrificed their children to Moloch, right? So God, you know, he had to handle things the way that he did, and he made all of these, you know, packs with the people, and the people continue to do the things that they weren't supposed to do, and then he literally sends his son to die for us. He's like, here, like, this is, this is it. This is the last thing you need to do. And you think well, of course, that's what I was just going to say between abortions, you know, they just, uh, I saw today about the abortion pills, you know, they're all, they're going to keep it for now, um, you know, and that was a big victory for them. And again, having these abortion clinics and why did they put them in the inner cities? You know, it's like they constantly, because that's the voters, that's, oh, we're doing this for you. You know, instead of teaching, you know, children, um, about love and marriage and, and how the Bible says a man and a woman should lay together and, you know, be married and have children. Instead, it's just like, oh, well, here, we'll just let you have an abortion. You can keep doing all the wrong things. We're not correcting the problem. You know, no. we're band-aid on it. We need to get to the source. But again, they're attacking our children and, and they're corrupting their minds and having them cut off their body parts and telling them they can be whatever they want to be. It's just... <sighs> It blows my mind that people cannot see what is right in front of them. Well, that that goes to the God that they worship, who is Moloch. It's not Satan. Moloch and Baal are one of Satan's generals. Those are the generals of Satan. But Moloch is a transgender God who has a goat's head with female breasts and then male parts. So there's your transgender God that they, they worship to, and they want to make everybody in the effigy of that God. And it's easier to coerce a young child, which, where is it now in Washington State? They just passed the law that if you do not let your child do this, they will take your child, basically kidnap your child, and let them do it and keep this but yes, yeah, that's what they're saying, that it's like child abuse because you're not going with their plan. And they said that they would allow children 12 and up to choose if they wanted to go into a foster home so that they can continue living their transgender lifestyle the way that they want to. So literally the government is coming in and taking people's children away because parents are doing what is right. And they're like, nope, we have more say over your child and we're going to take your child from you legally and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I was I had a graph that I pulled up on one of my shows that showed Indiana luckily was one of the states where your kid wouldn't give castration drugs, but unfortunately your state is my neighbor's state would do that with no problem. Um, we wanted to be the abortion capital of the country. 
Illinois. I know. And what, what a lot of people too don't, as far as we, when we talk about children, um, it, it, the transgender thing is, is horrific enough, but, but what's going on on our Southern borders with these children. Um, I, whenever Duncan and Scott were talking about the one little girl that was tested and had 65 different strands of DNA in her, that meant that little girl was raped 65 times. Yes. 65 times. Not oh, it was just 65 times. That was just 65 different men. Um, and I mean, I can't, I can't, you, you, you can't, I'm, I'm, and as far as a woman goes, how could you, how could you even um, think 65 times? I mean, take that as if, if you want to break that down into one day, 65 times in one day, that's horrific. Um, you know, and they're letting this go on daily. And um, that's another part of this country, which again, it's not us. I, I get tired of when people say we, and then they want to entitle us to the government. No, I'm not part of that. We, I don't, I'm not the one that's allowing this. Those people there are the ones that are allowing this. And usually it's not the ones that we elected. It's the ones that are put into these jobs to where they never get fired from those jobs that were never elected to these jobs that are actually running the ones that we elected and telling them what to do and giving them the money or they're blackmailing them, putting them in a hotel room with a child, making and putting. We, we all know the stories, but again, we have got to come under this country as one church. If we would come as together as one people in, in one church, we would get further along than what we are by being separated, even by religion, because being separated by religion is, to me, worse than being separated by race. No, I agree because it's all about Christ. It's, it, everything that we do evolves around Christ. He is the reason that we are here. He's the reason that we're going to live everlasting life and in, in heaven with God. You know, and we need to start acting like that. I, again, I don't care. As I said earlier, I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what race or you know whatever. But. What I do care is that you know Christ. If you are my brother and sister in Christ, I, I love you unconditionally because you know what? I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. We're all sinners. But Christ died for us. I did die and I was born again through Christ. And that is the message that I want to get out there to everybody. You know, they're saying even like Muslims are turning to Jesus. They're becoming Christians. Um, and then in Israel, they're putting people in jail, or they want to put people in jail for a year for spreading, you know, the word of Christ. And, and children, two years. Why are they doing that to children? Because they can corrupt their minds. They're indoctrination camps. They can re-educate them like they're doing in China. Why do they attack Christians more than any other religion on the planet? Because Christ is king. Christ in Israel. They hate Jesus. They hated him. And that's the Catholic Church, like Lurley said earlier. The Catholic Church is the only Christian church that still has Jesus Christ crucified on that cross. He's not up there anymore. He rose from the dead and he is alive. Why do they still have him up there? 
they worship Mother Mary. They they worship Mary, not Jesus. Yes, I was taught to say, "Well, Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, the Mother of God." And then my priest, I have to go talk to a priest to confess my sins. No, I talk to God one on one. That is between me and God, and that is it. I don't need any man to do that for me. And they tell you know tell you the commandments. You know you shall have no other. You shall worship nobody else but me. Why am I praying to Mary? Yes, she was the mother of Jesus. Yes, yes, she was. But that's all she was. She's not my savior. So why am I praying to her? Why am I praying to St. Francis of Assisi? Why am I praying to St. Paul, St. Peter? Why? They're, they're, yes, they were apostles. Yes, and, and they did good works here. But I'm not going to worship them. But that's what I was taught to do. And I saw that early on when I was a young child. And that's why I turned away from the Catholic Church. Because I saw through that. I was always, I, I remember questioning, you know, the priest. Why do I have to tell you my sins when I can talk to God? Because he can hear me anywhere. He's omnipresent. Why do I need to do that? You don't. Be the answer. No. You no. know, um, again, I think once people find out uh, the truth. There's, there's there's more information. You know, at the beginning, is information was coming out, eh, pretty kind of slow. Then in the second year, it's kind of steamed up. But uh, after the beginning of this year, information has been coming out so fast and so quick, they can't the, – the other side cannot even keep up with what people like us and other researchers are finding and putting out before – it's, it's – it's like the Nashville shooting. That went away real quick because they couldn't spin it. Um, shooting with a young black man in Oklahoma, but then that day you had a shooting of a little girl on a street by a black lady. That you know that that kind of there. There's a lot of stuff going on to where their narrative is not working out now because everything's coming. Everything's coming so fast. Um, and I'm I'm kind of like with these guys. I think they're going to have to try to have another summer of rights and everything. But yeah. that tells me I don't think they're going to work like they think they are. No, they're definitely not. We, you know, I think we. When I say we, I mean we, the people. I think we truly are prepared for what's to come. You know, we put on that armor every day. You know, I am so. Um, strong in my faith, you know, I told Matt, I don't stress anymore. You know, my dad, I talked to him the other night. Um, he says he doesn't have anxiety anymore. Once you truly lay it all down and you accept Christ as your savior and you relinquish all that control to God, it's amazing how your life can change. And, you know, what's the worst they can do to us? Kill us? Okay, yep. I get to go home. This is just, I am on enemy territory here. I am, God sent me here with a purpose. I was chosen for this moment in time and I am doing what God puts on my heart and that may offend people. And I'm not going to apologize for that. I am never, ever going to apologize for my faith, for my beliefs or my opinions. Again, I will never disrespect anybody. I'll never hate anybody, but I can disagree with you because I am doing what my Lord and Savior told me to do. And again, God says in the end, we'll be persecuted. Those, you know, who hate me are going to hate you. And that's okay. I can be hated because God built me with 
the knowledge and the understanding and God built me tough, not for tough. I'm tougher than that because we know how so, it's I've, I've, I've been hated sometimes in my life, so I can I can deal with people hating me. I mean yeah. no, and that's okay. Yeah, that's fine with me. It it's it's but it's like I always tell people to and I and I have and I'm guilty of this. I have thrown stones when I shouldn't have, but you know, don't don't throw a stone if if you're not a sin without sin. And trust me, there's there's nobody walking on this earth right now that is without sin to be able to cast stones at anybody. Um, you know, I, it's like I've told people about a year ago. I I gave all my burdens over to God. Um, and me and him are still working through my life and my dark places before I can ever ask him to basically forgive me for that. But, but yeah, it does. It does take a, a lot of weight off your shoulders when you do that. And it really does. you get to see, you can see a little bit more plainly as to what's going on. I mean, once, once I guess if we can get to a world where Mothers can get back to raising children the way it should be, and fathers are out doing what they should. But again, like we've talked, you know, um, you've got, as you can see, the crowds of kids up there. Those kids are feral kids, worse than what the Gen Z were that I grew, the kids I grew up with. Um, we still got our butts, we got our butt panned. Um, these kids aren't even getting that. Their parents. For the most part, the mom's out there trying to work to make a living right. and no support from the, the father or anybody. And, you know, she's got kids that are going out. And again, we, we, it's not a blame thing here, but then they start getting into their gangs that say, oh, we'll be your family, this, that and the other. And that doesn't end well. And yeah. you know, now again, here I said this approachable app. They want to let your your children be raised by a computer system. That's not going to end well either. You know. So, Punky, go on talk. I'm going to get off here. Sorry, I blew up. Um, try not to do that again. Um, no, totally fine. I, uh, you know. Sometimes we're going to come across that, and that's the whole purpose of casting lots. We are going to disagree, and that's okay. You know, we've got to find that ground. We've got to to work together to defeat this system that is trying to tear us apart. That's the problem. You know, we've got to quit turning on one another and quit being angry, and we need to sit down. We need to have a civilized conversation, not calling names. You know, that's childish. You know, we are adults. And we can have these kind of conversations, and we should, and that's how we fix things. So don't don't apologize. You were never Catholic. You turned away. I was. I was born and raised Catholic. I made. I had baptism, first communion, reconciliation. I had my confirmation. Um, the Bible tells you you do not pray to other people. You do not worship other people. This is we're all children of God with that. I agree, but don't involve the one and only church started by Jesus himself. No, actually the Catholic church was started by the Romans. Um, Jesus Christ was a, we are Christians. That's it. Catholic church is a part of the Christians. If you read the Bible, you'll understand that. Yeah. When everybody realizes we came from two people. I have times in my life. So yes, I have prayed to Mary. That's part of um, reconciliation. The priest will give you 
say ten Hail Marys and then our Father. That is praying to Mary. So again, you need to really educate yourself on that. And I'm not trying to be rude. I lived that life and um but if you can ask a friend to pray for me, why can I not ask our father and mother and the saints? But Mary's not our mother. She was Jesus's mother. That's right. That's the problem. The Catholic Church wants to mislead. I learned that early on. And that's why, you know, I, I, you have to see it. You have to read the Bible to truly understand it. And like I said, growing up in the Catholic Church, I never was taught to read the Bible. And you want to believe that? That, that is totally on you. And I will pray for you because I was misled as were so many other people. Well, and I guess the thing I could say too is it, it's the same way with our politicians and the gar and the clothing that I see them wear over in the Vatican. The cost of the clothes that they wear and the cost of the clothes our 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 so called um, elected officials wear. Imagine how much that could do just in the cost of the clothes. Uh, that was our mark, so I'm going to say, do you want to say a quick prayer? Or would you like to do All right. Uh, Heavenly Father, uh, we just want to come to you tonight, Lord, to, to thank you truly for everybody that listened to the show and that will listen later on, Lord. Um, again, I, I'm here as your messenger, Lord, just whatever you put on my heart to, to put forward. I pray that um, you can change those those. Hearts of stone to hearts of flesh, Lord, that you can help give those the eyes to see and the ears to hear, Lord, because I know, I feel it, you are calling us back to you, Lord, in these crazy times that we are living in. Um, I just pray for those who are lost, Lord, that they truly do find their way. You know, as the parable of Jesus, the 99 sheep, he goes looking for that one, Lord, and we were all that one once upon a time. And, and I just thank you so very much for, for loving me and for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on that cross for me, Lord, um, and for all of my sins and, and all those who, like myself, still struggle with so much, Lord. Um, just continue guiding us and, and giving us the knowledge and, and the discernment to, to see through all the lies that Satan tries to put forward in front of us, Lord. Um, I truly thank you for, for all of our friends and family here in the Bards Nation and, and for those new listeners who may or may not agree with us, Lord. Um, be with them, Lord. Open their eyes as you have opened our eyes and open their hearts and their ears. Um, we know that we will all be united together one day, and we can't wait for that day, Lord. But until that day, just keep sending us to send your messages out to the world and to, to help those who truly need it, Lord. For those that are sick or who are just struggling, Lord, be with them. Wrap your loving arms around them and let them know that they are loved and they are a child of you, Lord. Um, and again, we thank you so very much for, for sending your son to die for us. Um, and until we we talk again in, in your son, Jesus Christ's holy name, we pray. Amen. All right. I don't know when this is going to cut off. We're right at the two-hour mark, so I think it's going to be any minute, but um, Douglas already signed off. Douglas, thank you so very much for joining us tonight, brother. It's always great to have you on, um, and I just, I truly thank you all for being here, and, um, you know, again, we're going to have disagreements, and that is okay. You know, we learn from each other. I can admit when I'm wrong. You know, I 
I have done so much wrong in my life and I have been wrong about so many things, but there is one thing that I have done right in this life. And that is, is to accept Jesus Christ as my savior. And that's truly, truly all that matters. Flat earth or politics, food, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, we know that Jesus Christ died for us on that cross. And we know that someday he's coming back to get us. And we have to try everything that we can to to help bring as many people as we can to Christ. You know, we just have to plant those seeds and we have to help others because so many truly are struggling. And, you know, times are going to get harder. And Jesus himself said at the end, you know, the church is going to turn away from each other. So many are going to turn away from the church and we see it happening. And so we just, we need to stay strong together and we need to, you know, quit listening to, to all the news and all the division. And we need to truly, truly come together. So, um, again, thank you all so very much for being here. I love you all very much. And, and again, you know, if you ever want to come on the show, you want to talk about something, please come on. I just, I asked it. We don't name call, you know, I can't, I can't have that here. You know, if Jesus was sitting here, would you be treating somebody like that? You know, and I love Douglas. Douglas is my brother, brother from another mother. And I'm not going to have anybody disrespect anybody that I love. So, um, please, if you want to come up here and, and you want to chat, um, send us an email at the casting lots podcast at gmail.com. And, you know, we could set something up. And, and again, we're, we're here to learn from each other and to help one another. And, you know, I just, I try to live like Jesus as much as I can. And that's all we can do. So, you all go have a peaceful night. And I pray that you have a peaceful Sunday tomorrow. Love you all. And God bless. I'm sorry. But I don't want to be an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful. But we have lost the way.